0: Episode forty nine of the D D Music Factory Podcast. I am David. And I'm Dan. And Dan, tell everybody what we will be
1: breaking down today. So this week, on our quick turnaround from last episode, yes. we will be discussing our top ten favorite TV theme songs. These are our favorite songs that brought in some of our favorite shows. Yeah. Um, some of our not so favorite shows as well. Uh, but I like great mine. theme songs. I like all mine. I I like all of mine. Yeah. All of mine are very enjoyable shows. The one I picked, I more picked because I think the song was brilliant. Gotcha. And opened so many people to that artist. Gotcha. That may not have heard that before. Yeah, and I did. I I didn't necessarily.
0: We both looked at this from a different way. You took this more of actual songs that were used as theme songs, and I just did. Whatever. Yeah, yours I are just, more like my, scores, like yeah, written for specifically the for show. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, I almost have more like I, I have like the WWE entrance music. Yeah. And you have like actual music. Yeah. Um which isn't to say that either one of us is right or wrong. No, but I remember I was gonna just, text
1: you and be like, hey, we should make a choice one way or the other, but then I like saw your five and my five, and I was like, one of us would have to completely change all their picks. Yeah, like, and
0: you know this was a this was a shorter turnaround, so yeah, it was know,
1: supposed to be quick and easy, right? What it, are all these rules? We already set the stipulation of no animated. no cartoons, yeah, no nothing anime stuff because that would like, that we'll would do just, cartoon Jesus, theme songs yeah. at some point.
0: Yeah, we'll have to do that too because that would just throw a huge wrench in this whole thing. And, yeah, and like
1: that what are we just make. gonna both pick the Simpsons? Yes, like,
0: we, we should do a draft for that one, yeah. and then have people vote on who, who they like better. So who won the draft? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. And then
1: is selling Dave the Simpsons for two second round picks <laughs> for Futurama and uh, was there was there another graining show? I think it's just the two uh, right? Disenchantment, but yeah. I don't know if I would have picked that. Yeah, I definitely would not have picked that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that's a fuck. That's a fucking fourth round prospect. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's a Ben Simmons. <laughs> um.
0: Um, yeah, so this is this is tough, man. This like even. Even with us both going at this from different directions the there's a there's a lot of love man it, it's tough it's tough to narrow some of these down absolutely and this one there's this one there's not really any that you can save for anything else so if no. it doesn't make the cut here, it's probably never coming up again that's true. Um, so that that presented its own unique set of challenges for this, but yeah, um, like
1: I'm never going to use it for anything else, so right? It's like, yeah, what well what else here. could this possibly yeah. be relevant? The towards... fuck else am I going to put the Cheers theme song right. on? Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite songs from a show with no people of color. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what is theme song from Cheers? Ding ding ding. Yeah. ding. Oh my
0: god! Yeah, I, or any I mean. show before yeah, 1970. That's a, <laughs> that's a good point too. So I only picked TV shows that I like watched most if not all of oh yeah so like i i didn't pick something like cheers because like it's a great theme song wonderful piece of music but like i didn't watch <coughs> Cheers. so oh uh, dude
1: so cheers used to be when we were still living together I, oh yes yeah, it was right. like my go to bed song yeah that i would put on my show that i was like oh man and then i remember when uh coach died and they were it with woody harrelson i was like mm-hmm. This is Jump the Shark. Yeah. Like, this is no good. See, I
0: always thought he was on it from the beginning. And uh, That's how much I know about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was like the first two seasons, I guess, didn't happen. And then when they added D. Alley, I was like...
0: So, Dan, what kind of B-sizes do you have for us this week? Again, keep in mind, you will literally never be able to use these again.
1: Yes. So, I did mention Where Everybody Knows Your Name by Gary Portnoy, Mm -hmm. the theme from Cheers. Um, That is one of mine that just missed. As well as Mike Post... The original scorer of Law and Order. Oh yeah. And then the flute comes in. We've all seen the TikTok video about the guys oh, yeah, like the guy, hanging yeah. out, and they're all like making the face for the guitar, and then yeah, the, the flute th- guy walks in, and they're they all, all like, like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Um, that that's so it's good. genius. Yeah. Uh, Love and Marriage by Frank Sinatra. Used yeah. for Married with Children. Great choice. Yeah. Um, another great one. Um and then I think that's kind of it man. Really? The rest of mine. So the rest so you had picked a few that I had in my B sides. Gotcha. Okay. That I didn't want to rattle those off. Um Yeah, I don't really I mean like you know the original theme from Star Trek I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, amazing mm-hmm. Twilight Zone mm-hmm. that's <laughs> classic <laughs> uh, very, is great. very classic uh, so yeah that's, that's pretty much for me okay uh, that I didn't do I didn't I don't want to just call out like the show that I like the song from without knowing like you know at least yeah. the name of the well, person that wrote it or something like that. I'm so, literally uh, about to do that. So <laughs> I'll, right. I'll do that for you. Yeah, yeah I don't want to be like an asshole like some people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what are some songs that just missed for you?
0: Um. So the Save by the Bell theme. I have no idea who wrote that one, but it's fucking Save oh, by the Bell dude, theme song. Was, it's fucking good. I was like, like
1: driving around thinking of it. I was like. By the time I got my looks and I give myself my books, or like yeah, it's so good. Just the corner, just in time to see the bus fly by.
0: My favorite is thing it, about oh. Saved by the Bell is that Mr. Belvedere had to stop filming at one point because he sat on his nuts. Yeah, it's man. Like one of the funniest popped Hollywood. Testicle, he popped dude. his testicle. It's like one of the funniest <sighs> Hollywood stories of all time. Um, also
1: referring to people as preppy. Yeah, great. Yeah, um, dude. Oh, AC Slayer. Who would have known that like Dustin Diamond Screech would grow up to be the biggest creep.
0: He died, right? He did. He died recently. R. I. P, yeah. yeah RIP. Yeah, that Mario was. Mario
1: Lopez is still working.
0: Yep. Looks the same. Yeah, dude, definitely looks the, looks same. the same. Yeah, all of them had very weird post Save by the Bells career. Post yeah. Saved by the Bell careers. What's uh
1: what's Zach's name?
0: Uh uh fuck, it's a three he's a three name guy. Yeah. Um I can't
1: think of it. He was on like a bunch of USA shows. Wow.
0: Yeah, he wasn't he in Suits? Yeah. Suits or uh suits or sharks or, or, or ba- what was it? Bangers and mash or something like that? They're like the two Franklin boys. and Bash. Franklin and Bash. Yeah. Was he, he was he was one of those two, like, two, right?
1: Whatever those was. Yeah. yeah. He was in one of those, those I keep, highly stylized. I, it,
0: all I can think is Joseph Gordon Levitt, and that's obviously not his name. <laughs> but it's definitely a th- Mark Paul Gossler. That's his name. Mark Paul Gosler, right? Mark something.
1: There's, there's no fucking way that's true.
0: I swear to God, that's his fucking name.
1: Oh, shit. You are right. You're I'm 100% right. right? Yeah. 100% right? Mark Paul Gosselaar. Mark Paul Gossler. I fucking got it. Yes. Gosselaar. Yeah. The funniest part about that, too, is the. it's not Paul Gosselaar that's hyphenated. It's Mark Paul.
0: I didn't even know there was Mark a Hyphen Paul. Interesting. That's an what that's the an fuck is word. that? Is he a fucking Roman Pope? Would uh, your mom
1: marry a new guy and you had to take his first name? Like, <laughs> that, what the fuck? <laughs> like, some weird backass yeah, shit, dude. That's what I mean. I am guessing Canadian. Yeah, maybe some more shit like that.
0: that. Um, all right, so some other some other B sides. The Power Rangers theme song that was fucking go yeah, go Power Rangers. I,
1: I didn't want to because I was like, I know it's not animated, but it like it felt like it was gonna be. If we were gonna do that, I was gonna throw it in for that one. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, fair
0: enough. Um, song called uh, "Goodbye" uh, by Apparat, which is the theme song for the show Dark on Netflix. Oh yeah, it's also used in um, in I just I didn't use it because I didn't think enough people were gonna get it, and I, this it just wouldn't have been as no. Much it's fun definitely to talk real about.
1: true. Every every person I want to nerd out about Dark, Dark to hasn't yeah. seen it's it. It's just
0: me and Laura. Like oh subtitles yeah. yeah. No, you, like, there's a dubbed version. Yeah, but like I did the dubbed version. Oh, did you? Yeah, and you know what? It's it's not smart because they there's no emotion to their voice. Yeah, it's like easier they, to every keep time, the name straight too. Yeah, yeah. With
1: the with the the sub.
0: And they're they're all the same monotone voice actor. It sounds mm-hmm. like so, like you cannot never tell when it's We're switching. Like, between. What's in
1: that tunnel? And you're like, God damn
0: it! Yeah, it's like, like no, I thought they didn't do a very good guy's job. i supposed
1: to fear for his life.
0: Yeah. Um, so that song was also used at the most important moment in Breaking Bad, when um, in the garage, Gus goes oh. to the goes to the old folks' home to talk to Hector Salamanca. Yeah. And that song is ding, playing ding, ding, as he's ding, walking ding, ding, up. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a haunting song. Apparat's amazing. He is part of Motorat, which is the group I want to see the most live. Um <laughs> the home improvement theme song in here. I don't even know if I like uh, it. It's just in there. Um, yeah. Uh superhero by Jane's Addiction for uh uh what's it fucking called? Oh for Entourage. Uh, Entourage, yeah. Yeah. Uh the I can't Old believe Jay. I can't believe neither of us picked bad boys. Um,
1: oh my God! I, 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 you know why? Because fucking ACAB, bro. Yeah, I'm not supporting that. Very show. true.
0: Very, very, very true. Hey um, man, you
1: having a good Friday night? Want to watch these people's lives get ruined? There is <laughs> like, some
0: wild shit on Cops. It was. There, I missed.
1: I still remember the one where the dude is running. They're like on like the highway, mm-hmm. and he takes four steps and leaps the highway wall up onto the grass, and the cop just goes like, "The fuck do I do?" Like, yeah. He's Like uh, he got away, yeah. That's the <laughs> you end just of that. See him, like, oh, there's
0: one I was watching where this guy called the cops because uh, somebody robbed him, and then they got there and they're like, Sir, you assaulted this man with a uh, two by four and hit him repeatedly with it. He's like, Yeah, that's because he sold <coughs> me some
1: bad crack. Oh, yeah, I and it was like, Well, yeah. now you're
0: going to jail for a lot of things because yeah. you just admitted to. He to like selling or buying coke or crack. I was trying
1: to buy crack and he didn't sell me crack it was fake
0: yeah I mean they're and like sir like, what the fuck you <laughs> called the police what's happening here uh, going down by Freddie King for Eastbound and Down which we talked about in the first episode yeah Seinfeld theme song uh, I don't want to wait by Paula Cole just classic the 90s. Seinfeld
1: theme song I think the best thing about it is it's never the same
0: yeah the just, guy was he would
1: live tailor it oh really to the jokes Jerry would do oh. so like he would go with the cadence of the opening. <laughs> yeah. like, so the opening would go, and he would tailor it to that. Interesting.
0: Um, and then the two that, oh, uh, three that just missed the cut. No, no, I'm sorry. There's one other one I want to talk about. The Mash theme song. That song is called "Suicide Is Painless." Yeah, man. That's a weird title for like a sitcom.
1: It wasn't. It wasn't so, but Mash I know had a w- lot of dark shit. I know it, it
0: did, but st- it
1: still, it, st- it still, it seems that a little one one dark. When he talks that talks about uh, the I've, woman I've like, suffocating her baby. Oh, you yeah. never watched MASH? No, I'm not 60. Dude, I used to love MASH. Hawkeye was great, dude. Alan uh, Alda is amazing on that show. I'm
0: sure he is. I um, just, I, I'm not, like, oh, it wasn't for me.
1: That show was great, man.
0: I'm sure it is. I've just never watched it. Um, but three three shows I did watch a lot of and just missed, and it was very hard for me not to include them. The X-Files theme song. Um, a lot of guys named Mike. I oh, know that's Mark that wrote that one. Uh, the Office theme song, Just Missed Out, doobie
1: doo, doobie doobie and then the
0: Twin Peaks theme. All three of those are incredible. None of them have lyrics, though, so it was kind of hard to include them. I didn't want to do all lyricless ones. So yeah. um, Three do- fantastic pieces of music that are legendary in my mind, but unfortunately, Just Missed Out, um, and you'll find out why. Um, so, Dan, with uh, that very long-winded uh, B-Sides out of the way... Uh, Why don't you kick
1: us off with your number five track? So, my first one comes to us from the artist known as Massive Attack. So, this is off their 1998 album, Mezzanine. However, this song was used as the theme song for the, I guess, premiered the eight season of uh, Fox medical drama, House. Um, that I think the reason I picked this is because while I do, I wouldn't say I completely loved the show of house, especially it certainly got old very quick. The whole like, Oh, he's like so salty and mean to people, but he's actually a genius. Um, just like when it first started, it was amazing. It was a fresh take. There was never a sassy doctor. He was great. Um, he was mean to people. was very funny, but it it's it ran for 8 seasons i mean in 8 seasons of like you know 36 episode seasons so it was it was forever um the whole thing was he was like this misanthrope who like had a pe- dependence on like uh on pain pills and would just be like you know every season it felt like they would be dealing with like a detox and he would be doing like random shit or like some kid would walk in and the mom would be like, she keeps getting flush in her face whenever she's in her car seat. And then like, you know, and then like falls asleep right away. And he's like, your daughter's masturbating. <laughs> and, like it was always like weird shit like that. Or they found like the one guy that was like a super intense, like racist, basically had sickle cell anemia because he had African-American heritage in his like DNA. It was all like two
0: carefully uh, placed yeah.
1: in my opinion. And it was never it was never um, It worked out too ironically. What was the uh, what was the disease? It was never lupus. Right. Except that one time when it was lupus. When the person just had lupus. Yeah. And they were like oh it would explain everything. And it was always like no it's never that simple. And then like the one episode it was. And it was like a great joke amongst yeah. fans of that show to be like it finally was fucking lupus. Um, after they like completely didn't guess it And went all the other ways The um, Massive Attack I mean they were an English duo um, They, they still, have They're
0: still together aren't
1: they? They are still yeah, around I love Massive Attack
0: um, They put out something Ooh, I don't remember how many years ago But I love Massive Attack
1: So I think the last one was probably 2010 Mm-mm, after Was that. Uh, Heligoland No they had something after that Do they? Mm-hmm. Probably like 2015 or 2016
0: Unless it was just a single,
1: yeah. I was gonna say no. Uh, no album release after that. Really? Um. So they have some mixes from like "Spoils Come Near Me," "Ritual Spirit," that are like uh, I guess like EPs and like uh, reworkings with different artists. But uh, yeah, that was that was their last official albums. Yeah, I guess you're right. Don't.
0: Oh yeah, "Ritual Spirit" in 2016 was just an EP. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of.
1: Um, so yeah, the song
0: "Ritual Spirits" is so fucking uh, fun too.
1: One of the OG producers of this show was Brian Singer, um, which if you know about him real and creep. his X-Men movies, he's a real creep. Real creep, and he should be avoided at all costs, especially if you are a creepy peasant boy. Yep. Um, look mm-hmm. out for that bro. Yep. Because he will want you to come to his pool party. Yeah, he did throw a lot of those. So, uh, legend has it. Yeah, not too much to say. I think everyone should listen to more Massive Attack. This band's really I cool. Agree. I fucking love um, this band. A lot of their stuff very dancey, but like can tend to be a little spooky too. It's very it's, dark. It's very yeah. dark electronic music. Very it's, dark wave. Yeah, um, it's it's. Cool.
0: it's it, it, they did a really good job of kind of like being a part of that like almost jungle scene in the UK in like the nineties. But then making it a little bit darker Like they didn't go full Prodigy They were more like It was It was a darker, well, it was more dark, edgy thing But it thing. wasn't like Malgothi
1: No, 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 like yeah, Prodigy, not at all It wasn't like a Mm-mm. It didn't become Romstein Right, you know it,
0: what I mean It was, yeah, it was just A, it was just a, uh, a different take on that scene I think, yeah. and they still like. Th- they remind me of Sadder
1: Portishead where like they're just. I think it's. Com- I don't think, that's more acidy to me, and I think they're. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm definitely not as versed as you. Yeah, I would say like that's more of the like scene.
0: acid, the trip hop kind of thing, for for Portishead because, Massive Attack to me was always more. Um, I don't really know how to how to how to explain it, but, I didn't find them to be as like counterparts. Maybe they were, but um, I I pictured them in different. Different avenues. I don't know. That's just that's just my spur of the moment take on it. All right then. But I do love Massive Attack, and everyone should listen to a lot more of them. Um, yeah.
1: All right. So with that, Dave, what is your number five pick for your TV theme song?
0: All right, up at number five for me is the Full House theme song from the show Full House. Um, this is a song that is written by Jesse Frederick, who is actually a pretty accomplished. Um, TV show writer. In addition to that, he wrote the Family Matters theme song, and oh, I think he, he had actually written a bunch of the TGIF shows. Like um, Step by Step. I don't know if he else. did Step by Step, but he did a bunch of other ones, um, and had a lot of success in the 90s. He started writing a lot of music um, earlier in his career, and actually, uh, Tom, Todd Rundgren had produced a record for him at one point. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, local, local legend. Yeah, exactly. He was, he was trying to do a lot in the Philly area, and... Um, Eventually, just kind of got into the into the TV thing and and wrote. So this is this is my my you know '90s sitcom selection, like essentially, because it, it, or the TGIF selection because yeah, you know it could have been Boy Meets World, could have been um, Family Matters. It could all of those are great, but this one. This one, I think, stands the test of time more than the other ones. Maybe it's because they did Fuller House and it came back. Yeah. But I just think this one just had a, I just, just a little extra something that the other ones didn't have.
1: Yeah, it definitely. I mean, I think it's 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 a fun song, mm-hmm. especially with the like b- dip, b- b- b-. Okay.
0: Yeah. The yeah. This Scatting had a big like, comeback in the nineties. And 90s.
1: the uh, the intro was funnier for that one than it was. For yeah. It wasn't just
0: people smiling at the camera in the house, which all the other ones yeah. basically were. Oh,
1: dude, it was – or no, maybe I'm thinking – I'm thinking of a different one. I'm thinking of the step-by-step intro where they're at the carnival.
0: That yeah. That was,
1: like, all the funny shit, like
0: – Yeah, uh, Full House was them driving down the Golden Gate Bridge in yeah. the red
1: convertible. And then they're, like uh, – And then they're outside. In the park out front of the yeah. house. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, – And then, like, all the awkward, like, poses. Like, it's everyone, like, alone. Shoving buddies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely Um,
0: shoving buddies. (laughs) That was a great Family Guy bit. Um, Yeah, I just think this one, this had just... It's hard to put my finger on it, but there's something about this one that just edges out all the others. I also think it's funny that uh, the the guy who wrote the song is named Jesse. And Jesse and the Rippers was the name of the band on the show. Just coincidence probably. It just it's just yeah. added a little bit extra. Dude, when to, he me.
1: rebranded himself as Vulture. Yeah. That was like probably the best episode ever. And he comes down on the the zip line. <laughs> yes. But then he gets stuck like an inch off the ground. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't, it's just great show. Um you know.
1: I feel like it was definitely the most watched of all of those. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, the syndication of it, I'm pretty sure you could still watch it. Somewhere.
0: They didn't bring any of the other ones back. No. That's Oh no, well, that's not Family true. Family Matters was on. They did bring. Oh, No, I guess they didn't have a sequel. Th- and they did Girl Meets World. So yeah, but that sucked. They should not have. No, they realized that was like, I didn't expect anything. I had no expectations of it to be good, and it shattered that. Like yeah. it, re- it was worse than the already low bar. Like you, you could have, you could have literally tripped over the bar. It was so low, and they st- they still found a way to do it. Yeah, it's true. Um.
1: But whatever. I don't. I don't know. Maybe Fuller House is bad. I haven't seen it. At I haven't all. really watched it. The don't, only I thing really. I saw is I tuned in because apparently on the first episode Stephanie got super hot and was what do you mean, got a complete babe. Uh. Um. So like obviously I had to tune in for that because it was like, whoa, yeah. Like the internet was ablaze. With was
0: it. uh? Was was Aunt Becky in it?
1: Aunt Becky was not in it. Hmm,
0: wonder why? Well, now she's in jail. I was gonna say it's right? probably because she's in jail. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dan, what do you have up for us with your number four pick?
1: My next pick, um, the album was released in 2009. This is from the album Life of Leisure by Washed Out. The song is called Feel It All Around that was used for the theme song of the sketch comedy show Portlandia. I love uh, Created by out. Fred Armisen and Carrie Brownstein um, that is kind of set around Portland, Oregon. Um, what's his name? Uh, God, I always forget his name. Jeez, um, uh, Kyle uh, from Twin Peaks. Um, oh. Uh, I always forget God his damn name. it! That's I follow fine. him on Twitter and I can't even think um, of his name. But he plays the mayor yeah. of their town. I mean, Great actor. The They've had Steve Buscemi of oh, Kyle McLaughlin. That's it. Yes. Yeah, They've yeah, had yeah. Kumail Nanjiani, um, Steve Buscemi, Chloe Sevigny, um, Jason Sudeikis. They had fucking Danzig on there. Um, it's, it's just – it's a perfect show. If you haven't watched it, it's basically Ferdinand and Carrie Brownstein in every sketch as different characters. Um, they're absolutely brilliant. And the opening is just these great shots of, like, driving through Portland you watch people doing typical like portland hipster shit like they're all playing bicycle um bicycle polo in the one shot which is just like the whitest thing you've ever oh yeah um not that polo wasn't the whitest i was gonna say first of all bicycle is the white
0: bike bike can be for anybody bicycle now that's white yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're all, and it's the one with the one big wheel in front. Yes, the old <laughs> old timey French one. Cool. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, tell me, sir, when's the last time you guffawed? <laughs> um, that had to be the April before the, the fever took my maggie um, <laughs> <laughs> That's from whitest Kids, you know. Um, <laughs> it's the, the the man in the Wild West selling water balloons. Oh my god, um, that was great. But uh. So, yeah, man, this show, like, they have a great sketch about, like, the two of them running a feminist bookstore called Women and Women First. That's incredible. And then they, like, go back later seasons and show how they were, like, these, like, 80s, like, Reagan business women that, like, retired to Portland to run this bookstore. Um, I think my favorite, though, is that they have um, Lance and Kathy, I think, where Carrie Brownstein plays Lance, and they, like, pitch shift her voice. And she's got a mustache and she's like the super like toxic, toxic, like man, mm. um, really, really funny shit. But if you haven't seen the show, you absolutely should. It's insanely ridiculous. Very funny. Um, and the theme song is a song that I hadn't heard before the show came out. Oh really? Um, so I remember watching the show and I was like, this song's really cool. What is this? And I was like, oh shit, this is washed out. Yeah. Um, just not really a scene I pay much attention to. Chill yeah. wave. Yeah, it's so some, like, something uh, I'm
0: I'm definitely more more into.
1: And they are considered a very highly praised band in that. Scene. It's just one guy. Especially oh, it's one guy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so chill wave. Mm-hmm. That it's yeah. just it's all just one guy, right? They're yeah, the whole one scene's guy one bands. guy. Yeah. yeah, it's just one guy doing <laughs> all it all the under bands different are names. One guy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's all just one. guy.
0: It's like fucking Wizard of Oz. Tame
1: Apollo, washed out. Yeah, they're churches. all the same. same it's guy. It's just one guy. Same guy. Um. So, yeah, I I found it through the show, so I thought that was what really drove me to be like, oh, yeah, I got to pick this because mm-hmm. I never would have found this song. Um. So, yeah, Dave, with that, uh, what's your next pick for the number four uh, TV theme song? All right. Up at number four for me is the Fresh Prince
0: of Bel-Air theme song by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. It's... It couldn't be higher right now because of all the weird shit that's going on with Will Smith. I I just... I had to dock it some points because of that, but... It's just... It's an all-time classic. It's one... It can come on at a wedding. It can be on at karaoke. It can be on literally anywhere, and everybody knows all the words and sings along to it. It's too iconic not to include in here. Mostly probably because... We live in the Philadelphia area, so it's much more appealing to everybody yeah, to it say was, it was in huge. West Philadelphia, born and raised. It's just it, 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 it meant too much to people our age in this area. It had to, it had to be on here. Um, it's a shame I can't put it higher because all the weird shit he's going through, like uh, he's out there slapping people, slapping people, doing all, I don't even know what else. I don't want to know anymore, to be honest.
1: Scientologist,
0: also that, but also former part owner of the Sixers. I don't remember if he still owns them in part or not. I don't know. I'd like to have former part owner as my title <laughs> of something. Um, so. They, they, we talked about this this duo um, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince in, in another episode they had actually done a good bit of music together um, before and continue to afterwards um, so this was specifically written for uh, for an idea for a show but it didn't sound like they had necessarily the show fully flushed out at that point. Yeah. They just kind of wrote it. And it ended up actually being a B-side to Parents Just Don't Understand when it came out in 1992. Yeah. So it felt like they kind of wrote the idea of the song. And then somebody was like, oh, my God. That's a brilliant idea for a TV
1: show. Yeah, so you know what would be great?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the rest of the music for the show <laughs> is actually produced by Quincy Jones. Interesting, which I would never would have guessed. Yeah, I never would have thought that that would have been something I would have at that point in his career. I thought he would, you know, to get him out doing stuff, you would have had to like do something major, I would have thought. But maybe not. Maybe I I mean
1: also though, you got to think Fresh Prince of DJ Jazzy Jeff, they were Grammy winning artists at that time. Like they were the one of the biggest names in hip hop. That's true. Like, they, were, it, they weren't yeah, a joke. True. Like, we think now, like. Yeah, it's. it's, it's that, oh, they were like a joke. And, like, people sure. didn't really like them that much. They were huge, man. Yeah, it's definitely looking like back summertime on Summertime and
0: Parents Don't Understand were
1: huge hits. Yeah,
0: we, we are looking back on. And, and, like, we said in that other episode, Summertime came out. That was, like, his seventh record together or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they put a lot out. And I don't know how. I'm, I can't. I didn't live then. So, well, it was like four. But I I can't. I can't remember something that I that I didn't consciously live through. It wasn't ha- it wasn't something I was paying attention to at 4 years old. So I don't yeah. know I wasn't I aware. Yeah, I wasn't aware of any of this. I wasn't
1: plugged it- into the scene at 4. Right.
0: Yeah, so like I, I it's hard to really like and I don't want to guess because I don't I don't like guessing. I don't think that really gets us anywhere. Um so it's all surprising. You're right. We look back on all of this with like definitely revisionist eyes and thinking like, "Oh, we mostly remember them for this one theme song but that doesn't mean that they weren't big as shit yeah. outside of that and we just that that other stuff just didn't carry over as much as the tv show theme song like we we talked about it on episodes when we did the movie one like this is going to be interesting for people that are both interested in movies and music when you have a theme song for a tv show you're you're automatically doubling your fan base yeah and people that are aware of the song, so yeah, it's entire, He could have been selling, you know, eight hundred thousand to a million records, and that's not the kind of stuff that you know. Maybe we still think about or hear about today, if that makes sense. Like that's the kind of stuff that like it's big when it happens, but maybe doesn't have the same staying power as uh, "Baby Got Back" or something. I don't know. I don't even know what, like what, what to compare it to. But yeah, but yeah. I mean, we all know the song. We all know Will Smith as the Fresh Prince as well. The show is great. <sighs> Um, I think it was a very critical show probably for like um, African-American kids to like have a show that isn't all white people and like have good relatable stories. And it
1: wasn't a show where like it wasn't a show where, you know, like everybody says like, I'd love to see more shows with people of color that the story isn't that they're people of color. Right. Facing adversity, yeah, it was it was it's everyday like, stuff. Their dad's a judge. This mm-hmm. is a rich family, yeah, and like they're just dealing with regular family shit, right? They weren't it's showing it like, as like an inner
0: city, yeah.
1: And it's not like thing. oh, you know, yeah. kids. uh Today we're gonna talk about like now they dealt with stuff mm-hmm. in that, but like it wasn't like I, I don't know. No, I'm you're, just, I think I, you're. I'm right. probably just speaking out of turn, but like you no, know, I it think you're right. Like, like it was it was
0: them dealing with things, and again. We can't say so because we didn't grow yeah. up watching. And it wasn't like a Sanford and Son where they're 80s.
1: always making jokes about being broke, you know, what I mean? exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah, it yeah. Was it, was like, a... it was the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, there were tons of jokes about them being insanely rich. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite episodes for that show was definitely when Will and Carlton get pool sharked by a guy, and they get in for like four hundred dollars. I
0: don't know if I remember that one.
1: So Uncle Phil shows up with Jeffrey. Oh. And he like, now you know shit's going oh, down. how do I play this game? Oh, I don't know. Oh, we... the guy's like, I couldn't play you in another game for, say, less than 100 bucks a ball. And Uncle Phil's like, well, I guess I could play one more. And then he turns. He's like, Jeffrey, break out Lucille. Yes. And Jeffrey pulls it out of his pant leg and like twists it up. And, just like, completely hustles him. It just shows him. he yeah. like sharks all of oh, them. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I
0: don't know. I'm I probably going to rewatch that one. I don't remember it. And
1: then like he's like, don't ever mess with my nephew again as he's walking out. And then as they're walking, Will turns around and goes, yeah, that's right. And then like everyone chases him out yeah. as he runs. <laughs> but it was like, it was just such a great moment of Uncle Phil oh, uh, just breaking gem. it down. Cause like normally he was so stiff. Yeah, he was. And he was always pushed as like he's like a nerd, and yeah. he's not cool. Yeah, but like they showed him like he, full on crushing this. He was a game. kid too, and he played. Yeah, pool. man. And yeah. like they always talked about, they're like, you know, we didn't, we didn't grow up rich, right? So they yeah. were like, we know what, we know what's up, man. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Yeah. Great show. Ugh, the dark episode, I mean, the one with his dad. Yeah. Let's yeah. not talk. Yeah, about we, don't that. Need, we, I mean, don't we don't need. We don't need to see
0: more anybody again yeah. today. Um. So yeah, Dan, why don't you take us over then to your number three
1: pick? Number three for me probably my most rockin' tune on here um, is Joan Jett's Bad Reputation off of her self-titled record or not self-titled record the title track off of her record Bad Reputation Um, this was used for the legendary teen comedy Freaks and Geeks yes a short-lived show um, took place in Detroit between 1980 and 81 Um, it is incredible man It's the, it was, it's such a, so they only aired 12 out of the 18 episodes that they wrote. And I remember this was the first thing I watched when Netflix started streaming.
0: Um, When Netflix started
1: streaming, this is one of the first things that were on there, was on there that everyone was talking about. Because everybody was like, dude, remember the show? Like, I remember only seeing like an episode or two, but it's amazing. And it had so many stars when they were young. If you're not familiar, yeah. the show was produced by Judd Apatow. Yeah. It had James Franco. It had Jason Segel. It had Seth Rogen. Yep. Um, it had, I forget his name now, but he would go on to be Guilfoyle. Yep, Guilfoyle's definitely in um, it. On uh, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Yep. Who, he was also in um, Adventureland. Yes, he was. he was, yeah. Oh, dude, he has the best line in the whole, when they're like, uh, they're sitting there and they're playing uh, Rock Me Amadeus. Oh, yeah. By Falco. And no, he's man. just like, how many times a day do they play the song? He's like, he's like they do it every twenty minutes. Fucking sadists. <laughs> and he's just like he just like yells it in into the void. So he's good. like he's like, they're doing it to kill us, fucking sadists. Fucking sadists! <laughs> um that Bill is like my favorite character. Uh Bill from Freaks and Geeks was incredible. Yeah. His mom started dating their gym teacher and like he told his gym teacher to shove it and ran out of class. And even the class bully was like, Bill's a fucking legend. Like, he just yeah. told Mr. Peters to shove it. <laughs> he's like, Bill's the coolest kid in school. Um, the show was amazing, man. Uh, I can't say enough good things. A lot of really ridiculous, like, Jason Siegel coming up to Lindsay and going like, she's like, oh, what's wrong, Nick? You seem so bummed out. And he's like, John Bonham's dead. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's so sorry. He was like one of your favorite, right? He goes, yeah. Led Zeppelin's over, man. She's like, won't they just get another drummer? He's like, what? What?" And he (laughs) he was like more hurt by her suggesting that they'll just continue with another drummer. Without him, yeah. Um, That's really funny. And then one of my favorite things from Freaks and Geeks is there was a emo band, I want to say around 2013, 2012, called Dikembe, that put out a seven-inch... EP called Scotty Spliffin and it opened with Hilarious the sample name. of Siegel talking about his like Neil Pert drum kit oh. and he was like you gotta think Lindsay life is like he's like you just gotta find the thing that makes you happy and for me man it's my drum kit He's like, the teachers say like Nick you gotta work and I say okay I'll work as long as I still get to do what I wanna do <laughs> he's like so you gotta find your big gigantic drum kit Lindsay your reason for living and she just goes, maybe I'll take up clarinet, and then the whole record bur- like explodes, like this big riff comes out when that hits, and it like it's it perfectly solidified my love of that show to me, that I was like, oh, like this is so excellent and it's amazing. Um, so yeah, check out Dikembe too, but Joan Jet, I mean Joan Jett, Bad Reputation is a sick record. It also, I think I had it on our list for worst covers. Because there's a cover of Shout on this album. Yeah. That is dog shit. It's so bad. Yeah. Um, Not a song you would want like a punk singing lady to do. It's just, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, But this song absolutely works. And Freaks and Geeks is incredible. So if you get a chance, watch the show, listen to the record. Great show. And then, you know, I'll just take uh, thank yous in the form of cash donations. My Mm -hmm. Venmo is at Dan Cathcart. So yeah. Yep. Send them over. Dave, uh, for you, what is your number three pick for favorite TV theme song?
0: All right. Up at number three for me is the Game of Thrones theme by Ramin Ja Jawadi. J- 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 I think it's Jawadi. I'm guessing. All right, Dan, you ready? I'm ready. Game of Thrones time. Game, game of, of Thrones, Thrones time, time. Game, game of, of Thrones, Thrones time. Game of Thrones time. Game of Thrones time. Game of Thrones time. Every of, week. Every single episode. We when did that. we
1: would we would watch this, we would like camp out at yeah. every week. We to would watch bar- Game of Thrones. We man. would barbecue. We'd barbecue. We'd grill. We'd hang out, and mm-hmm. then and then we would and sing. Then the we'd song. all sit down every single week. It was mm-hmm. like the only activity you would get every person in the house to be in for. It was. It was.
0: Like, it, it was It's not going to be the only um, must see TV one on my list, but it was absolutely must see TV, dude. It was must see preview when it came out. Like, when they would put out a trailer, like, stopped everything you were doing and watched the trailer.
1: They would have the trailer for the new season on it, like, the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? They'd Mm -hmm. be like,
1: oh, it's coming back. Yeah.
0: Absolutely ridiculous. Like, as terribly as it ended, um, it had so much it it gave us so much joy it did it gave us so much joy and it
1: was so many twists and turns yeah and so it, many boobs oh my god so many, so many boobs so many so many wieners too a lot, a lot of, dicks. of wieners a lot of, for for then a lot of dicks mm-hmm,
0: lots of wieners um so uh ramen is uh a, a fairly accomplished composer he also does the westworld theme song which i thought was pretty good um, yeah, kind of fell off from watching that one, but that is what it is. Um,
1: season one was great,
0: yeah, I, yeah, that's about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the theme is the theme, just it, when it's a show that means this much to you, the theme is obviously also going to mean this much to you. So it was <coughs> very important. We sang it to each other like literally for <laughs> six straight years. Like, I, I that's why it has to be on here, it means too much. Um, there's also a very interesting version of this that I think was done for like a Fender ad or like a Fender at the factory yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, with all of them
1: playing it, right?
0: So it was um, uh, Raman Jwadi was there, as well as um, Dan Weiss, who's uh, one of the uh, showrunners. Then Tom Morello, Scott Ian of Anthrax, and Nuno Betancourt of Extreme, which is the weird one in here for me. I, they're all weird, but. Uh, and then Brad Paisley, actually that's the weird one. Yeah um, that's, that's the one that doesn't fit. That's the um, standout. All of them, plus uh Jwadi and Dan Weiss played the song all kind of like improv different parts. It's a cool video, it's on YouTube, you can watch it, they all fuck around, it's really good. Brad Paisley, underrated guitar player. I'll I'll just yeah, I think I'll say that. He out. definitely
1: he knows how to do what he does. I mean his his like kind of Texas picking style Yeah. Country Blues, like, it works, man. He and it sneaks, up, it
0: sneaks up on you because you yeah. don't think of him as a guitar player. Or you don't of this, think of him uh, as a, a very good guitar player. Yeah, but he really is.
1: He does a lot of this, like, the thing I like that style of playing is, like, those moving chords they do. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, like, are, you're, like, it doesn't exist in other styles of play. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Um, And, yeah, so that's, that's a really cool video. Go watch that. It's just, a, you know, a different take on the theme. And the theme is obviously incredible. I love, too, that, like, as the show progressed, the... The background of the theme, this isn't necessarily music related, but the the map would change as they were focusing on different areas of the show. Yeah. It was just it was it was just one of those like, you know, almost goops, goosebumps kind of moments. You knew something incredible was coming, you knew something you have been waiting a very long time for. Even if it was just in between episodes for a week, yeah. you were waiting a long time. Well they'd time.
1: show you something in the intro that you're like, that's Dorn.
0: Yes. Like, oh. Yes. Oh, and in the in the, the end of the last episode they did, you know, like we're, we your your brain starts like firing. They changed yeah.
1: the name of that town because she freed all the slaves there. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, we were pick,
0: yeah. Oh yeah. We were, we were big time like armchair detectives for that yeah. one. But. Especially
1: as people that none of us really read the books. No. Nah. Yeah. So like Well,
0: and and this is, you know, towards the end it's past the books too. Yeah. So yeah. Um um yeah, it was just just meant too much. Um, doesn't have the lyrics. It's the only one that doesn't have lyrics in my list. Um, I had to. I had to get at least one that didn't, and uh, this is the one that I think was the most important to me overall in life. So, there we go. Important right. to us. Us. Very true. <laughs> Very true. It is a we thing. Yeah. I it's mean, our it was... pregnancy, Dan.
1: <laughs> it's our baby. <laughs>
0: Or no, it's R. What was it from uh, fucking uh, Arrested Velma? It's R. Amnesia. Yeah. That's what it was. I thought it was pregnancy. It's Amnesia, yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway. All right, Dan. (laughs) What what is your number two
1: pick? So this is a folk singer named Norma Tanaga. Tanaga. um, From her album "Walkin' My Cat Named Dog, released in 1966, is the song You're Dead. Or you may recognize it from its other use for the series development of What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, originally released as a movie set in New Zealand. This one is set in the United States in Sta- on Staten Island. Um, featuring, I guess, four vampire housemates. Um, being Laszlo, Nadia, Mandor, Colin Robinson, <laughs> and Mandor's familiar Guillermo. Um this show is I don't think there's been a show that I've found funnier that is like a scripted sitcom um working single camera so it's not like a sitcom you would think of like a Seinfeld or something like that single camera uh but it is absolutely brilliant man uh created by uh Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement um it is absolutely brilliant man Uh, Matt Barry is one of the funniest people in the world to me. And the rest of them are traditional vampires, Nandor, Nadja, Laszlo. And then Mark Pork plays plays a character named Colin Robinson, who is just this white, nerdy guy who is super regular. And he's an energy vampire. He feeds by annoying or boring people. And he is brilliant. Um, there's scenes where he's talking to them and they're like he's feeding off of us and they're like melting into their chairs (laughs) Um, it's fucking brilliant man if you haven't seen the show it's very funny it's set like a mockumentary of a film crew following around these vampires and they almost never address the fact that people are actively filming them being vampires except for every once in a while they'll have like a third party character ask like who the hell are these people? And they're like, oh, don't worry about them. It's cool. Yeah. And like, that's it. <laughs> and it just explains it away. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. And this is another one that I had never heard this song. This is such a, like whoever the music supervisor for this show is, is genius. Yeah. Like you found a song that literally, like it literally has the lyrics. Don't sing. If you want to live long, they have no use for your song. You're dead. You're dead. And not of this world. Like, like, And it's a show about vampires. Like, how did you find this song? Like, nobody had to write this. Um, Run fast, don't stand in the sun. There's too much work to be done. You're down, you're down, and out of this world. It is. Are the lyrics for this incredible folk song? It's so weird that like it was just sitting out there. Yeah. Like, (laughs) hearing the unloved weeping like rain, guard your sleep from the sound of their pain, long gone, long gone, and out of this world. Like, it's... It's just too perfectly about vampires. Yeah. it's ridiculous, man. Yeah. Um, and she clearly did not write it with that in no. mind. No, <laughs> But Was it's it just forty years. It's before so the show. perfect. Yeah. Um, and so weird. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. the movie is also extremely funny. Uh, mm-hmm. four different vampires with one of them being like significantly older than the rest of them, and he's like a Nosferatu. Yeah. Looking vampire. <coughs> but um, if you haven't seen it. I highly recommend it. it's on FX. It should be coming back for the new season soon. Uh, Cause they said they wrapped filming it. So I hope it's back soon. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. They had like the collecting of the vampire council and it's like Tilda Swinton, Paul Rubens. <laughs> they have like Wesley Snipes, like zoom in and like, he's like, like all sarcastic. dude, it's amazing. And then they talk about like, Oh, is Brad Pitt gonna come? And they're like, we couldn't possibly get Brad Pitt to come. Like he's not coming. Um, it's it's genius, man. It's so funny. Uh, it, it, like, yeah, it's great. Everybody I know should watch the show. It's yeah. it's super funny. Um, it got a ton of reviews when it first came out. That they're like, this might be the funniest show on TV. Um, it was really super positive. Can't talk about it enough. So I'll stop meandering. And uh, Dave, <laughs> what do you have for your number two? Uh, favorite TV theme song. So before my number
0: two, I didn't even really notice this before, but I literally, as we record this, I'm staring at the poster. I want to believe from the X Files. So you know when I say I watch the X Files a lot, like I, Do you I believe I mean Mulder. It. Uh, yeah, so good. Um, all right, so up at number two for me is the That '70s Show theme song. I don't know why I thought there was another word there. My brain's melting. Um, that 70 Show theme song. Um, it is another just classic uh, sitcom from our lifetime that uh, has one of the more I would say like more modern. It's definitely more on the more modern sitcoms. It's, it's not '90s. It's, it's the aughts, but it's not quite today still. Obviously, it's still major but um, it is it rocks it really does rock it does um, it was a great show the, the the goofiness of them just moving around the car changing the seats yeah. throughout it is great the fact that it's the cast members singing it is great um, and then it flips to the parents yes and, and like it's just Bob. Just looks so annoyed yeah mm-hmm. and there's Bob in the back seat just yeah. being Bob Bob and Midge yeah when well, she died right
1: on she the died. show in real life yeah, yeah she was like life, she yeah died, she was yeah. like a mess yeah, yeah. So it was, was a
0: girl. what's her name too oh one of the original
1: sisters Marie. yeah Marie's the original sister. one yeah yeah
0: that yeah, was a bummer and then uh fucking hyde ended up being a fucking total creep in real life yeah
1: dude multiple yeah. rape accusations yeah total creep. hard scientologist
0: no, also that he's like the original yeah yeah so all that aside um it was a great show yeah. it was a really really good launched show launched
1: careers for Ashton Kutcher yeah. Mila Kunis it was a very funny you take Whatever Eric Foreman's real name is yeah. uh, Mark Paul i Dasler <laughs> oh, no it great uh, <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was a nice callback to earlier yes. if you're still listening
1: um Donna Pinciati Pinciotti,
0: Mila Kunis too
1: yeah um feels weird because she was like 15 when they started that show. She yeah. like lied to them about how old she
0: yeah. was. Well, to be fair, we were younger than that. so. Yeah.
1: It wasn't weird for me. It wasn't Stan. weird for us. So, yeah.
0: Um, so, the original version of this song is done by Big Star, who I am a big fan of. Um, and, like, the
1: first season had that version. No. Or the pilot, maybe?
0: It had a different version. The first version is done by Todd Griffin. Who really is only known? He was in a band that I've never heard of that doesn't have a Wikipedia page. So, um, here, nobody died. Um, just kidding. Heard it here, folks. If he's alive or listening. This is where the beef starts. Um, that was the first season. And then the second season, it's a cheap trick cover. Oh. And it changes slightly. So, in the first season, the, uh, the lyrics are. Hanging out down the street, the same old thing we did last week. That's true for both seasons. Then in season one, they say not a thing to do but talk to you. Whoa, yeah, and then hello Wisconsin, and then cheap trick version changes and adds the "we're all all right" part, which I think is a pretty important part of that. Being the "we're all all right" part really really drives it home. Yeah, it doesn't. It's it's
1: the gang vocal. Yeah. like I can still picture Foreman in the front seat like headbanging real high, yeah. like we're rah yeah. rah. Right.
0: That's that's like a pretty pretty crucial part of the song. It's as, true. As is the Hello Wisconsin that yeah. Kelso does at the end, which is very <sighs> important.
1: It's true. Yeah. Oh. Brilliant.
0: Yeah. I, I I don't know what just reminded me of that, but there's there's a um this is completely off topic. Uh fucking uh Frank Zappa song, Muffin Man. That he does live, and at the end of it, he just starts like announcing everybody in the band. He's like, "Good night, Houston, Texas, wherever you are." And I don't know why, but that just always made <laughs> me laugh. Wherever you are, um, yeah. Uh, so, like, this just the show ruled so fucking hard. The it song, did, the song rocks so hard. It's it's a third. It's like a cover inception. So it's a third version of a cover that is done by a band, but then the cast sings. So it's like, what the fuck. But it's awesome, and I remember, know,
1: even even my parents like loved this show. Oh, it was
0: a great show. Like it was awesome, great show. Yeah, um, it was one of those like
1: a little more adult, so like they could watch it with yeah. you as a teenager.
0: They're smoking weed. They're doing, but like
1: it was genius how they had them smoke weed. Yeah, they never show it. Yeah, they'd show the smoky room and the circle after them.
0: Tur- the turning circle is the most iconic part of the show. Yeah, and it really that's is. something that I don't think there's a lot of. There's been a lot of sitcoms. There's not a whole lot of sitcoms that have defining characteristics of, like, how they have certain scenes. Like, a shot is in yeah. all of it. Like, yeah. what the fuck does Third Rock from the Sun have? Does that have a fucking weed scene, like, moment like that? Yeah, no, no, they fucking don't.
1: And, like, or just a show that just had regular drug use. Yeah. Like, yeah, every like all episode the, all had that yeah. scene. yeah. yeah. That would be them like, yeah, and I talked to Donna, and she just, like, fucking blew up at me for no reason. Yeah. And then it cuts to, like, one of the like, Fez or Kelsey I'm like, you're an idiot, Eric. Like, yeah. this is why she blew up. No, do you think? Yeah. And they're all just like, are you, like, dense, man?
0: Yeah. Or the best was when that person was then in the circle. And then they would oh. turn to that, they would be talking about somebody, and then it would turn, and it would be that person just staring, like, looking at them. That was
1: always great. Dude, were they made pot brownies and, like... Red and Kitty ate them. Yes. Like oh my god, it just cuts to Red and he just goes, "Look at me. I'm whipped cream head." but like <laughs> cuz he was just never he was such a perfect like stoic dad. Like he yeah. you know, he like he voted for Nixon mm-hmm. and he like, you know, he colored inside the lines. Yeah, he colored inside the lines like dopers were were drug addicts and they were mm-hmm. going to go to jail and they were wastes.
0: Had a haircut, you could set a watch to. Yeah, yeah. man,
1: he was like he was a military he man. Was bald, yeah, but like he was also, you know, he would have great moments too. He did where have I a showed, heart of like, gold. How like they took in Hyde? He was when his dad like or his mom never yeah. showed up. He he had a lot
0: of Miyagi moments where you yeah. realized that he was he was actually fooling you and he was teaching you the whole time and you didn't realize it. But yeah, you and like he Miyagi'd.
1: never. He never didn't love Eric. Of course not. He just thought Eric was a dumbass.
0: Which he (laughs) was right about. Was trying to... Like,
1: I remember Kitty was like, oh, you need to love him and be encouraging. He's like, my job's not to clean his nose and make him think... He's right. special. That's your job. My job's to make sure he's a man, which he is not. Yeah. And he's like, Dad, I'm standing right here. He goes, Shut up, boy. Yeah. You see how he shuts up, kitty? That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like he was great, man. He was such a tough dad. Yeah. But he had so much love for his family's kids. Mm-hmm. I remember he was going to beat the shit out of like the one like Kelso's dad mm-hmm. because he was like drinking too much. Yeah. And he like went over and straightened him out. Yeah. I mean, he was brilliant. It, had, that, it, it was great. Sh-
0: that show had a lot of heartfelt moments and I think to I think not to get really deep uh philosophical TV analyst here uh which I'm clearly not, but you know, I think it's I think it's good to, for people who have dads that can be a little prickly. Um, to see that sometimes it's for a good reason and to like maybe not always assume that that person's out to get you.
1: I think Red Foreman was the best part of that show. He um, well, he he was he great. might be.
0: yeah. He was just brilliant. We, we can do a power ranking another time. But yeah. Um, For TV dads, he was great. He's a great TV dad. Great, t- great, great TV dad. Mm-hmm. All right, Dan. It's time, buddy. Your number one TV theme song.
1: My number one song you should be able to know I should not you know what I'm not gonna say what show no I have to because that would be a, dumb oh yeah wait leave a blank leave a blank here here we go so it's gonna play right now you know exactly what show this is yeah this you is do. from fucking jackass Yep. this song is called Corona by the Minutemen it is off of the legendary jackass television show and yes. movie yes Speaking of
0: dads, uh, Dave Hughes Sr., huge Big fan of jackass, jackass fan. It. I've never seen him laugh so hard in my life.
1: It was, it was so fucking funny. There was nothing like this ever. It no. was the best, the most insane parts of America's Home Videos, America's Funniest Home Videos, mm-hmm. on one thing. Yeah. Plus, a ton of really funny dick and fart jokes. Yes. Um, it was just like, it was just... For me, it was like watching, in a forty-five minutes every week of like the funniest older kids in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. just being complete idiots. Yep. Um, so the big thing that a lot of people don't realize, I think, is that this show was not even on for a full year. It ran from October two thousand um, to August two thousand one, and that was it. Like it was not on for very long, but it was just so fucking legendary, man. Johnny Knoxville, Bam Margera, Chris Pontius, Dave England, Steve O, Wee Man, uh, Danger Aaron, Preston, Ryan Dunn, R.I.P. R.I.P. Although big R.I.P. also like kind of a piece of shit man, got a DUI, killed two other people while he was driving. Yeah. So true. Say what you will. Um, Remember when Hulk Hogan tweeted out
0: Bam Margera, miss you brother. Yeah. Definitely and it was, it was. And he like, tweeted out a picture of him, and Ryan Dunn. I'll see you again, brother. Or no, he pictured out a picture of him and Bam, and then it was like, no, he's he's
1: still alive. Yeah, dude, he's the one that's still alive. It was nuts. Um, <laughs> Hulk Hogan's such an asshole. Yeah, he is it's the worst. Um, Iron Sheik's right, he's a big piece of shit. Yeah. He's um, got the skin of a hot dog and the hair, the wispy hair of an Asian man. Yeah, wispy hair of an Asian man. Um, this series created by Jeff Tremaine, Johnny Knoxville, and Spike Jones.
0: Um, Best part about it. Yeah.
1: Who was involved in some of the movies was one of the old people. Mm-hmm. When they make this, he was the old woman. Yeah. Um, brilliant Spike Jones. If you don't know, brilliant director. Yeah. Writer. Um, written a bunch of crazy, awesome music videos for yeah. Fatboy Slim, mm-hmm. as well as I mean, if you haven't seen the film Her with Joaquin Phoenix, really good. I mean, really strange but really good. I can't suggest enough. Or the Where the Wild Things Are adaptation, mm-hmm. also brilliant. But. Yeah. I mean, Jackass was – it was a cultural fucking phenomenon. Dan, I think Jackass 2
0: is the hardest I've ever laughed in a movie theater. You said 2? Jackass 2.
1: Which – what is the sketch that set you over the edge?
0: The one that set me over the edge is when (laughs) they put the the note up on the wall in the hotel – and had the oh, the like yeah. automatic punching arm for the old cartoons, it. and it yeah. just got smaller and smaller. So you had to lean in close, and it was funny enough when it was going. And then they got fucking wee man up on a chair. Yeah,
1: he climbed a
0: chair to read it. <laughs> That's true. It's it took. It, and it was the longest one. Like he's like he's getting in closer and he's squinting and he's, he's
1: like just, we hooked up with you guys yeah, and it's like on the, and, and, and it, the and tension. You can
0: see Bam! Behind him, yeah, dying laughing. And the te- like it's it. The rest of them, it happens in like ten seconds. That one was like a minute. So the tension building, you know, it's coming, and you're just like, he's gonna get fucking. He's gonna go
1: flying off this chair, dude. Oh my god, I've that dude Dan. That is literally one of the the, I think the fart mask. I think it was the second or third one where they had the big slap hand. Yes.
0: Yeah, that, that was great, back.
1: too. When they convinced Aaron to carry a tray full of hot soup. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like, he fell for the soup. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, it's, and then they get bam with it with the water and the flour. Yes. So it antiques him. Oh, my God. And he's just like, he didn't even move. He just fell on his back like unconscious. Yeah. Oh um,
0: my god, dude, I
1: Jackass was Movies literally are amazing. the best. I showed the show. first one to my nephew, who oh, is nice. now twelve. Nice. And I That's was like, you know age. what, man? This is how old I was when I saw this. And I was like, you're probably gonna think this is pretty funny. And dude, he was dying. Dude, there's nothing funnier than like, a bunch oh, of my god. Old, older people. Obviously, getting hurt. I fast forwarded through when they were like tasing themselves with the massager on their like gooch. Oh, I yeah. I was like, we probably yeah. don't need to watch this part. Yeah. And I will never again watch the part where they in the movie where they're doing the manila folder to give themselves paper cuts. Oh, God. Oh, like, God. Even the mention. Like yeah, 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 <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I just tensed
0: up. I did man. not like hearing
1: about that. If there was a lump of coal in my butt, it would be a diamond <laughs> watching oh, <man>. that scene. <laughs> 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 I'm clenched Yeesh. so tight. So with that, Dave, what is your number one favorite TV theme song? Number one for me is
0: Woke Up This Morning the theme song to The Sopranos. This was the most imp- this was must-see TV before anything else was in my life. I remember we got the DVDs bef- like not Blu-rays. We got fucking DVDs of the first two seasons yeah, for man. Christmas one year and watched it and then like immediately the next-door neighbors got HBO and we were over the catches every, every Sunday watching it for, for, until it was over. It was... It was a cultural phenomenon. It still gets me pumped when I hear the song. It just, yeah, I it's think it was one of the
1: first shows that people would like go over to each other's houses yeah, to
0: watch. Dude, it was yeah. Like I said, I, when I say must see TV, that's what that means to me. That was yeah. like, that's that's what like, you know, you can talk about uh, the the Wire and and all these other shows that are great. But not everybody did that on a weekly basis. Like that was you didn't build your schedule around. No, and I
1: feel it. like most people didn't have HBO for The Wire.
0: No, 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 no. no. Like it
1: was The Sopranos was the reason people yes, got it. HBO. Was it was
0: it was a big deal. Mob culture has always been fascinating to people. Yeah, it's always been something that people are fascinated by. Mm-hmm. It's always not every mob movie is good. There's a lot of incredible mob movies. So there's some of the greatest movies ever made. This happens to be probably top three, definitely top five show ever made. It's always been up there for me, um, as a certified Italian person, thank you to uh, 23andMe, shout out. Um, maybe you can be a sponsor in the future, who knows. Um, this was a, you know, is it, it, it just, everything about it was was important and good and cool, and I loved it. Dude, fucking Adriana was like huge crush. Early yeah, on in life, man, that was like, good God. Um, it was just an awesome show. And I the- mean,
1: they had fucking, they had Little Steven on there.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Little Steven is Sil.
0: Yeah. Silvio Dante. Brilliant. Fucking Polly Walnuts. He was my favorite part.
1: Polly Walnuts was, I think he was everybody's favorite. Yeah. Like, he was, he was so great. good. Yeah. Christopher. Um, dude, Christopher Imperioli. He was such a good actor mm-hmm. that I think that show just. Hard typecast him. Yeah, it and definitely he's definitely Never been in anything else. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Like he tried to be in other movies after. Mm-hmm. So did Drea De Matteo.
0: Yeah, and I think they were well. like,
1: yeah, I think you're just hot. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think you're very good. I think yeah, you're really
0: you're really good at doing that accent, uh, yeah. which you're not even maybe acting yeah. for.
1: Yeah, like you're really good at saying Christopher. Yeah. Like, <laughs> other than that, but like. What's her name? It launched her, man. Edie Falco. Yeah, she had. Was she Nurse was Jackie. so fucking good. Dude. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Nurse actors. Jackie was an amazing, film. Everybody
0: yeah. was great in the show. They all acted it very well. It was very well done. Dude, it was the storylines.
1: Scandalfini, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was sad. I mean, yeah, it was sad. Another thing about Furio was a favorite character of mine, too, the show. Uh, oh, yeah. Great. Just a badass fucking ponytailed Italian man.
1: Dude, was gonna fucking clap those cheeks on, uh, Mrs. Soprano. She He knew. He, he knew. knew. He was like. You don't. You don't shit where you eat, pal. Like, you don't do that. Like, yeah. There's no coming back from
0: that. No, 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 no. And she was Not like, we could run. Point. We
1: could live somewhere else. And he was like, no, we like, can't. Brian yeah, like, found me in fucking Italy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where are we gonna go? Yeah. There's nowhere to go. Yeah.
0: Great. Sh- uh, just uh, like I said, it's just. If you've never. I don't know how you've never <laughs> seen any part of the show, but it's. It was. It was a TV show before TV shows were. With- for our generation it was this it was the catalyst of our generation of TV shows in my opinion yeah
1: um the birth of great TV yeah
0: and the birth of TV becoming more important than movies is really what it is yeah. um and the theme song is just the second it starts kicking it's in it's memorable
1: and it's got, yeah, it's got, got some gobble got.
0: I love the 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 uh the compilation of just him saying gobble ghoul. yeah it's hilarious um real quick though the band that does it is called the Alabama 3 they're from the UK um it's just a shortened version of their original song which just has like a 9 minute like blues the guy talking for 9 minutes um
1: nice. it's just it's in
0: it, in in a way that only like a raspy deep bluesy man can do yeah. you know um and um yeah it's just it's just perfect um it just it just the second i hear it it just it brings me back to that special place
1: yeah. It was a great show, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was. And a great theme song. These are all great theme songs. Um and I hope hopefully, hopefully uh everyone agrees with us. And if you don't, let us know. What are your what are your favorites? What did we not name? Um maybe you're a big Gilligan's Island f- person. I don't know. You're out people Ooh. they're out there.
1: That's a great theme.
0: Yeah, it is. Um it, it wasn't in our lifetime, we couldn't choose it. Um <laughs> Like just that's my favorite. Is
1: the theme song from The Price is Right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> actually it isn't a bad one either. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> do they have a theme song. I just I remember know, just,
1: "Come on Down."
0: That's that's what's. I'm just listening to that, and then the, I'm just hearing a wheel spinning now. I don't know what's going on, dude. We've been going for too Jeopardy. long. Jeopardy. Yeah. True.
1: Yeah. Oh fuck. Also, oh, man, R-I-P. We, could do this. we God could, damn it.
0: Oh, fuck me. We were before we see more everybody again. Um. Let us know on social media what you thought of the episode, what you think of our choices, what your favorites are. And like we always say, like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so you're kept up to date on all these episodes. Because you're never going to know when we get sick again and have to throw it out at a random time. So um, if if you aren't subscribed, you may never know. Or if you're not following us on social media, you also may never know. So get your asses on there and hit those like and subscribe buttons. Dan, tell everyone where they can
1: find us. Alright, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram under at DD Music Factory. That's the letter D, the letter N, and the letter D again, followed by Music Factory. Uh, you can find me personally at, at Lukewarm Steve Austin on Instagram and D.